Ready Check Radio. Stand by as we get ready to serve up all your news this week in the world of gaming. Welcome to Gaming Gumbo. What's up, Internet? Welcome to Gaming Gumbo. Your weekly gaming wrap-up here from Ready Check Radio. I'm your host, Mike Byrne. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify, head on over to the website, readycheckradio.com, R-A-I-D-E-O.com. Make sure you follow all the socials in the upper right-hand corner, including Twitch, because we do this show live every Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Chat is here, hanging out, drinking whiskey, apparently, getting nice and <laughs> sauced as we go through this week in gaming news. <laughs> Joining me, as they always do, Mr. Jason Winter. What's up, sir? Oh, no whiskey, but I got my big old tall glass of vodka here. See, nice clear liquid, clearly vodka. You just, you just drink straight vodka. Eight, no. eight and 12 mm. ounce glasses of straight oh. vodka. Oh, yeah. That's oh, the whole oh, 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 oh. Also on the line, what do you got in that bottle, Yod? This is tea, as always. Uh-huh. Only tea, nothing uh-huh. alcoholic. The alcohol's back there. Yeah. Japanese whiskey. That's for later while I'm playing D&D. Ah, <laughs> yes. Got to stay in character. Got to stay in character, and your characters, right. your characters are drunk. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, gentlemen, we've got uh, we've got quite a bit to cover, actually. So it was a pretty big new release day yesterday for a few different titles that have been eagerly anticipated. Of course, next week we have Outriders coming out, so I'm sure we will we will mention that here because we're going to talk about some new releases. We're going to talk about some announcements maybe of some new games then we've got the BAFTA game awards then we've got some Metacritic stuff. I mean it is just a jam-packed full show we invite chat to come along because we're going to play a little guessing game later uh, Jason <laughs> and Yad do not know the answers to the guessing game so we'll have chat throw their guesses in there as well but first let's kind of go through uh, the new releases and get your thoughts on them. So we had uh, Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter Rise came out last night for uh, the Nintendo Switch. So the Nintendo Switch fans getting a little of the Monster Hunter action that has been rolling from the PS4 to now the, I guess you could do the PS5 version if you like. Uh, either of you Monster Hunter fans, Jason, I know you dabbled in Dauntless, which was, you know, is kind of trying to fill that free-to-play Monster Hunter-esque type game, but uh, I don't know, were you ever into Monster Hunter, whether it was the mobile games or or the more recent uh, console games? No, not so much. So much so that I saw, starting about Tuesday, I saw people saying, I'm going to take work off Friday because Monster Hunter Rise is coming out. I saw that that sort of stuff coming from a bunch of different people. Yeah, or something similar to it, and I was like, "There's a new Monster Hunter coming out this week." Wow. Okay. Wow. So it was just totally uh, not even anywhere really near not on my radar. radar I'm a huge Monster Hunter fan. I did not pick this up yesterday, but that was more out of my schedule being busy than me not actually wanting to get it. I definitely will grab this title. I love Monster Hunter. Yod, you've got to love love Monster Hunter, right? I mean, I, just I like the art PS4. alone is oh, yeah. probably right the up your alley. Is beautiful. I uh, played the 
the PS4 version of uh, Monster Hunter multiplayer-ish game. Um, the Rise looks good. Yeah. I don't have a Switch. Um, I have, the wife's probably gonna pick up Rise eventually. Um, I have quite a few friends that are really big into the older Monster Hunter games. Oh yeah. Um, one of which that I think we really angered when we were playing the multiplayer Monster Hunter because <laughs> a bunch of us kept mispronouncing the names on purpose, and he is like deep deep lore hound (laughs) 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 and we were just massacring those names just to annoy him (laughs) i remember playing uh on the ps2 you know on the oh wow yeah the original monster hunter Mm -hmm. and i believe monster hunter 2 was playstation 2 as well uh, and yeah, then I think it just kind of shifted to the Wii and then was more handheld mm. for a little while, right. on like the 3DS right. and stuff. But yeah, I've played Monster Hunter since the PS2 days. Absolutely love the Monster Hunter caused me to throw my PSP as a young teen. <laughs> Whole milk. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> you don't throw a PSP, bro. <laughs> you should never do that to a bong, bro. Um, <laughs> I love the movie Grandma's Boy. Sorry. you played world on steam ninja pan oh that's right i do remember you picking that up later well if you are looking for some i think this kind of like marries the two doesn't it right we had the console monster hunters then we shifted to the 3ds we've kind of shifted back to the consoles more in uh the most you know monster hunter world uh and now this being a switch exclusive kind of marries them both go ahead and play it on the console play it on the go handheld Jason, is it just not your type of game? I mean, looking at this, even for Switch, right? This is beautiful sure. for the Switch. I wish we have a world on PS4. I've got it here. I could play it anytime I want. It's just never been a thing that I've gotten into. It, never it's definitely an acquired taste because it is mm-hmm. like take Warframe and that that whole like endless loop of doing very similar things over and over and over again to grind certain things or make certain equipment, but make it, you know, for for most intents and purposes, a single-player game. Uh, so, uh, except for World, because yeah, that was... Right, right, right. right. Yeah. But but that was it, that is still mild multiplayer, right? That is smaller yeah, groups. Yeah. And we're not talking like right. MMOs or, or Warframe-type no. stuff. We're talking about right. like the Warframe, get in a party, go do it, and then come on back. Right. Uh, so for all intents and purposes, predominantly a single-player game. But, Which uh, it, it did get kind of grindy for me. I think that's oh, it definitely it does. Yeah. yeah, but that's the whole point yeah. of the game. That's the whole point of it. Right, right. Uh, be- definitely one eagerly anticipated by many. Also, last night another one I do I do want to pick up, but again was just busy. Balan Wonderworld, and we've talked about this. This is a Square Enix title. So, by the way, if you're watching this show, and you wonder <laughs> where is like the Activision Blizzard stuff. And where's the Square Enix and Final Fantasy stuff? Like, why do these three guys never talk about that stuff? It's because we have two other shows (laughs) that maybe (laughs) you should check out. Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 p.m. respectively. We've got Snowbound, the the Blizzard and uh, World of Warcraft show, and the Relic Grind, the Square Enix Final Fantasy show. But I I did bring two Square Enix titles here just to get your takes since we're talking new releases. Uh, Balan Wonderworld, uh, kind of a, a 3D action, you know, platformer, kind of puzzle-ish uh, boss fights, very in the, the vein of Nights into Dreams, uh, stuff like that. We played the demo on Relic Grind a while ago when it came out. The game has finally come out. 
I still like it does seem on the more simplistic side, at least so far when we, you know, the demo was pretty limited, but so far, uh, but the, I just love the art style uh, here. I love the idea of the gameplay. I don't know if like I'll be platinuming it anytime soon. Uh, and the musical numbers are fantastic. Like if you're just looking for charm, I think this game's got it in spades. If you're looking for challenge, the jury might still be out on that one. Jason, is it, have you been watching this at all, taking a look at it? So this actually was on the radar here in the household, something we were actually looking at and we're kind of interested in. Then both of us here played the demo. And then when it came out, between seeing just general review of it and our feelings for the demo, it's it's very much sunk back down the radar now. Because what I can remember, it did seem like it was just not... It wasn't a whole lot of fun. Like, I just don't know how else to say it. Like, it it didn't seem like it moved all that well. The The controls were a little iffy. It just didn't seem like it was that entertaining of a game. And then you see other people, I've seen the reviews. It's got, like, mixed reviews right now on Steam, so I'm sort yeah, of it's... seeing similar thoughts on it. But like what you said, I saw, I read a review, this is kind of the same thing, but the review also said, basically what you're saying is that it looks and sounds great, but it's just not that great of a game. And that's kind of what we're sitting at right now. So yeah, it was not one that we're looking to pick up. I couldn't thing. agree with you more on that. When we played the demo and I said the first thing right away, and, and you probably experienced this too, it was like, this feels floaty. Like the, mm. this feels floaty to control. Like I wanted, you know, nights into dreams or Sonic, you know, that whole vein of very responsive. I hit jump and I know what I'm going to get. And it just felt, eh, yeah. And we jump and we jump. Um, but then, you know, like I beat the first boss and there's a musical number with the farmer and I'm like, God, is that charming as all hell, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> yeah, Apparently there's also a uh, seizure warning they yeah. added because of the final boss fight. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Yad, have you been uh, keeping an eye on this one? Any interest? Nope, Jason's, all, Jason's right. It all is, you guys. It is kind of getting... <laughs> It might have mixed reviews on Steam. It's getting pummeled in in other places. Uh, there are already videos up where people are touting it as the worst game of 2021, and we haven't even finished the first quarter yet. This is all you guys, man. Uh, I, I didn't. I was not even aware of this game. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, this is not even a, a thing that I was looking at. <laughs> so, Here's some headlines for you. you. Tech Radar, Balan Wonderworld devs got carried away developing for PS5. Uh, Video Game Chronicle says Balan Wonderworld review Sonic's creators return with a defiantly dated platformer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I saw. Yep. IGN Wonder wow. uh, Balan Wonderworld potential seizure inducing f effect mm -hmm. patched. So uh, at least that's uh, patched. But uh, yeah, it's. I mean, I'm gonna get it, but I might, Jason, like wait for a sale. Sale, yeah, definitely a sale. Not yeah. a sixty dollar game, no. <laughs> And I kind of got that feeling after the demo. I enjoyed the demo. I was like, okay, you know, hopefully this gets a little more complex. I like the changing into different characters and getting different abilities and stuff like that. But it was all very telegraphed. It was like, hey, you're going to be a bunny. Guess what? You can jump further and you need that right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's, I think it's a, a wait for sale one at this point. Uh, on the other side of the Square Enix uh, platforms, uh, or releases, apologies. We have Outriders coming up next week. I'm bringing it up now because it releases on Thursday. So it releases before our next show. This is one that the entire cast of uh, or the Relic Grind...
couldn't wait to play the demo. We enjoyed playing the demo together. Can't wait for it to come out. They just keep doing a lot of stuff right by me. Yad, I know as a Destiny 2 fan, this is one that is absolutely on your radar. We spoke briefly oh, yes. about the demo uh, when when all three of us played it. Are you still hyped for this game, though, now that we're the demo, less than a week away? The demo was a lot, yeah, the demo was a lot of fun. Um, I I guess it would it will depend on when... I, I, I haven't pre-ordered it. Uh, I have a couple friends that pre-ordered it. Um, it does seem like a lot of fun. It depends on where I'm at with what I'm doing, if I pick it up or not on launch day, or I wait a little bit. But it is definitely something I am looking into picking up. So, Jason, yeah, are you it, playing this on noon on uh, Thursday at release time, or <laughs> is this going to be a little bit of a wait for you too? It's like when it came out, like that day the demo came out, I played for like two and a half, three hours, maybe right. that, and the next day some. I was like, well, this is, and we we talked about it on Saturday. I think it was a Thursday, and like on Saturday we talked about it. And we was like, yeah, it's all right. I'll check back into it a little bit once I've, you know, once I may have cleaned up a few things. And I just haven't. I just haven't gotten back around to it. <laughs> I think again, just the notion of going back to that brown world where everything's muddy and everyone's killing each other just depresses me. <laughs> I guess like I just don't. I, I get. I still. Wish, I wish like, it would have been set. It's Call of I, Duty in space. Everything. I wish it would have been, been set in the previous before oh, they yeah. leaped forward thirty years with a green planet, or whatever. Instead, it's just mud and war and death, and everybody hates each other. It's like I don't want another one of those. The release it, schedule it, is available on their Twitter. So that noon time that I said, by the way, is for the United States East Coast. Uh, noon on April first. West Coast will be nine a.m. on April first. Uh, of course, if you are east of the United States from there, you'll be playing it later in the evening. I think it's like 5 p.m. for, for our friends over in London. So, Yeah, it definitely has the Quake color palette. Sorry, Yad, you were going to say yeah. something there before no, it, given it, the release it does, times. Yeah, it, it, no, it's not about the release times. It, it still does those the games that, the shooter games that uh, I've played, it, they do bother me when I can't jump. I don't know why it does that, but the inability to jump bothers me in a lot of shooter games, like like, like with uh, Division Two and 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 Gears of War and well, you Square know, Enix will answer that right. for you, right? It might be famously asked at a Final Fantasy fourteen, the original uh, press conference reveal thing. You know, why can't people jump? Don't you think that should have been in there? And uh, what was he told, Jason? He was told uh, it's not a game mechanic you need. So. Not in there. I I, I do agree know. with you. I, I, like that was I did find it odd when we played the demo that I couldn't jump. I was like, this is a yeah. weird a weird game to not be able to jump. Right. In. I mean, I mean, I can kind of understand in things like Division Two, where or Division and Division Two, where you're a technically a real person, you know, and you're you're mucking about as a, a an operator. Yeah. You, know, you don't have anything special about you or anything. But we're talking sci-fi here. We're talking, uh, you know, you get gear that helps you do all kinds of stuff. Why don't you have a jetpack? You can, why is you can shoot fire out of your eyeballs, but you don't have a jetpack. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah why, why, why is this not a thing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm still looking forward to it. By the way, it is going to be on Game Pass, but the caveat there is on, it's on oh, the geez. Xbox Game Pass. Mm. It's not on the PC one. So I like yeah. very much was I was like, oh sweet. When I saw the headline, I was like, sweet. I'll return my my Steam order. Oh no, no, I won't. No, 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 no. I won't. No. 
but you do have all but the But you've got that Xbox, right? you know. Ooh, it's right behind me. Gold thing membership. I have that it. That they're changing the name of. Yeah, that. that's right. That's right. It's not, <laughs> it's not Xbox Gold uh, Live yeah. anymore. What is it? Xbox Network. Well, the, the basic yeah. chat program yeah. is now Xbox Network. Yeah. And then your subscription Who's... is still Xbox Gold Live Platinum yada yeah. yada. Are they are yada, gonna, yada. are they gonna get are they gonna get Discord? Do you think? Is Microsoft? I don't think get so. Discord? I I don't, I don't think so. No. I I mean ten billion's they're, they're a lot of cheddar. It is it is a lot of cheddar, but there's also other companies looking at Discord. They they've Microsoft's not their only suitor, and Discord's also kind of been their own little creature. That they like their individuality. I don't know, man, Jason. I kind of feel like Microsoft gets them, if for no other reason than they want that damn thing on Xbox. So it's worth what one and a half Bethesdas? <laughs> it is. <laughs> I mean, it I wouldn't is. be surprised if they went for the Shedder, but yeah. I think definitely I think there's a, there's here, a lot of people courting here. I think there's a lot yeah, of people here. Courting. I think Discord wants to go their own way. Yeah, and Discord has talked about wanting to go public instead, and, right? And then you've right. got other suitors that want it. I just, I just feel like, as much as some of us might not like Microsoft getting their hands on this, because have you seen freaking Skype? Um, right. I, I just, yeah. Ugh. I don't know. I'd be like, oh, ten billion. What the fuck's Discord? I don't even know what it is anymore. I hear <laughs> sold, <laughs> sold. You never see my white butt again, ever. I'd be gone. I mean. Anyway, back to yeah, the, the, yeah. The, 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 the games here. Jason, I, I added one last one for you because I, I knew you were kind of like, eh, Balan, eh, you know, Outriders. Nah. So I put one here just for Jason. OOTP 22, uh, 22 came out last night as well. Out of the park. Game of the year. <laughs> 2022. <laughs> I'm just going to turn it over to Jason. To be perfectly honest, I, I watched like the demo video of like because because it's it's on some level it's like the Madden series or any other sports series where it's like yeah it's going to be the same updated roster yeah, but right. roughly mostly the same game but they've always been pretty good at adding new stuff every year. We're sort of watching this one and going like pick this up on discount probably. <laughs> really, a whole lot that was new about it that it really excited me. I love them though. I love actually. Uh, I love. Well, for I love uh, supporting them. I think they're. It's a great game, and I love the series and everything. Yeah. And I, I believe it or not, I've actually contributed to this game, and the last one, in fact. Really? Because I provided the schedule for an independent Japanese league, Japanese minor league team, directly <laughs> to the developers. <laughs> so I made wow. sure they got that accurately in there. Nice. Nice. So I, I, I have worked on this helping game. Out. And of course, my my wonderful nephew uh, Nate actually bought me a copy of it last night and gifted it to me. So, oh, so you got it for free on launch day? Damn, that's a good yeah. nephew. Yeah, yeah. Not even it's not even the nephew we've we've seen before. The one with that video of the ping pong ball thing. It's <laughs> a different nephew. It's a different nephew. Damn. Yeah. Mm. I got four of them, and this one's moving to the top of the list now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <Right at> number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta get that ranking system in, man. <laughs> Mad Martha says conflict of interest, review compromised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I worked on the game. Yep, yep. Hey, I just want to bring up though before we move on though, uh, yeah. another game I saw a streamer played uh, a couple days ago, uh, Dandy Ace. Yeah, that also just came out and that looks pretty cool. It's a it's like it's like a roguelike, but it's really colorful. Dude's like a magician and so forth, and his great voice acting, like the uh, 
the antagonist like taunts you throughout the game, like, oh, or you're gonna take that power up or something like that. Sure. So I thought it was a lot of fun to watch. So if you're looking for something in that vein. What about Loot River? I mean <laughs> to get that joke, go watch the free to play cast that we posted uh, yesterday on YouTube on uh and on MMO. What does that come out com. anyway? Oh man, that's already to be announced. Okay. Oh, By the way, did you know it's like it's like Dark Souls and Tetris? That's what I hear. That's what I yeah. hear. Uh, now these ones aren't released; they're more just game announcements, or one of them like potential announcement, and one of them's like a leak thing too. So just let's let's lump lump this under maybe announcements uh, of certain <laughs> things. The first one, though, we we know one hundred percent is an actual announcement uh <laughs> this one we know is is 100 announcement and uh, if you are a lord of the rings fan this might pique a little bit of interest so i'm eager to see what what jason in particular says about this but we saw announcements for the lord of the rings Gollum, a a game based on the storyline of Gollum, specifically when Gollum is trying to escape uh, from um, Barad-dur, uh, uh, and he's that's after he's captured by Sauron. So he doesn't have the ring anymore. He's already captured by Sauron. Presumably, I guess he's already also given the name Baggins to his captives uh, before he's breaking out. So. I, I guess mm -hmm. that's kind of where this is going. Uh, so he's already given that. But it's like very... <laughs> it's almost funny to say it's it's a stealth game uh, <laughs> with Gollum trying to escape now the trailer's very very short there's not a lot in it besides you know some Gollum walking around now we have seen details because there were uh, companies that and uh, outlets that got their hands on this a few months ago so they have older builds but there were also like dialogue options where they had to choose certain responses and they could respond Jason as either Smeagol or Gollum so there were like very <laughs> good responses and then very Gollum-esque responses uh, now when from Eurogamer they said when they saw the old version of this mechanic it was a reaction game you were always reacting to something uh, but they're told that's not how it'll work when the game comes out. So we're looking at probably the third quarter of 2022 on this one on PC, Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo Switch. So you got the full gamut of releases for this one. I don't know how I feel. Love Lord of the Rings. Love the Gollum slash Smeagol character. I, I just don't know what? if this carries a full game Why? for me, Jason. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm I'm a Lord of the Rings fan, huge, and you know, even when I, when the, even when this was first announced, like last year, last summer, I saw a talk of it, and I was just like, do I want to play as Gollum through a that whole like 30, question. 40, 50 hour game? <laughs> like when I played like the last Lord of the Rings, yep. you know, like game, I guess I played was like Shadow of Mordor, and you're you're, you're a ranger, you're a yeah. badass, yeah, yeah, yeah. And whatever, yeah. and so forth. But do I want to play as Gollum? I just being developed yeah, I don't by know uh, Daedalic Entertainment, uh, and if you go and check out their wiki, they're—I mean—they've been around for a while now. They're like 12, 13, 14 years old, something like that, and and they've developed a fair amount of titles, but nothing, you know, you're like, oh yeah, Daedalic, yeah, they made X. There, there really isn't an X title to give you here. 
I mean, what do we got? Edna and Harvey, the breakout back in 2008. You're jumping forward to some more. Edna and Harvey shows up a, a couple different times in the series. State of Mind, maybe? Maybe that's one uh, some people know. Dude, look, I know the I've Long Journey it. Home, I think, is a, is a pretty popular one that, that a lot of mm. people will know. Uh, the Pillars of Earth, A Year of Rain, uh, Anna's Quest, Fire, Blackguards 2. I, they definitely have Baratrauma, or Ver- Baratrauma, yeah, that's probably one of their bigger titles. I don't know. I'm a little concerned. Like this is this is definitely the biggest IP they've gotten to play with, Yod, by far. Uh yeah, but I mean Golem? That that was like <laughs> that was my total thing. It was like do do I I mean, I understand the aspect of it, the stealth, you know, hiding from the orcs and stuff like that, trying to get out of the place. It seems like a really interesting aspect of a game. But do you want an entire game revolved around Golem? I mean, like, if it was just one chapter in an entire massive game where you do all kinds of other things, sure. But the entirety of the game, you're Golem. Yeah, they Why? do. They do say here in the Eurogamer, <laughs> Golem is essential is useless in a straight fight. But he can perform takedowns if he approaches enemies from behind. The problem here is Gollum struggles to kill his foes in a situation and ends up making a <laughs> lot of noise. So perhaps you're better off avoiding combat altogether. If Gollum is spotted, he has no choice but to run away and hide until he breaks line of sight with those na- nasty orcsies. I, oh, I almost feel God. like, Jason, if you were going to do a Gollum game, and I'm not, I have no idea if this will be good or bad or not. I'm intrigued, but... Yeah, it's a ways off, and I'm not quite sold on the premise because we saw 30 seconds worth of footage. If you were going to do this storyline, like, how do you not go back when he is Smeagol and finds the ring and then becomes Gollum? And, like, you're just like, oh, no, no, all that cool shit has happened. (laughs) That's done. Yeah. And he's a prisoner, and you have to escape. Well, okay, how long do you take to escape from this place? Like you either leave <laughs> or you you don't. It's Mordor, man. No one escapes from. <laughs> well, he's not actually in Mordor, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bard. Yeah, is yeah, Dur, yeah, is yeah, Dur Bard, in Mordor? Bard, yeah, Bard, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mordor is part of Mordor. That's the uh, tower. That's the big tower where uh, yeah, the big eye is. Bard-a-Dur. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But did so, they yeah. let him escape? So they could track him. That's right. That's yeah. right. Sauron so, didn't let him escape. So, so what? What the heck? <laughs> you know? They had nothing. They had no idea what to do with the word baggins. So, yeah. right. So hmm. they they had to let him escape so they could track him and find. You know, like get, how get far does it go? I guess is the question. Like, do you then yeah. control him and then you help <laughs> uh, Frodo and Samwise into Mordor and and into Mount Doom and like? How far does well, it go? I don't know. It, it might go up to when he's like captured by Aragorn and Mirkwood. He's, yeah. he's searching around for the ring, and then Aragorn finds him and snags him. So maybe it's up to about that point. That would seem to make sense. It would get you out of Mordor. So I, don't, I also want to play another forty-hour game in Mordor with orcs and nasty oh, and this geez. crap and that crap. At least get get outside a little bit. Get outside. Get some sun golem. Oh, no, wait, he doesn't like that. Never mind. <laughs> whole milk. Bring, trees. Whole milk bringing up a, a good point too. Also, do they realize they're following Shadow of Mordor, a basically universally loved game in the IP? Yeah, um, that was a pretty badass game. Yeah, like, I like I the know, idea we'll of being a stealth game and being very, very focused on stealth. But right. Yeah, it's one I'm gonna watch 
and I'm certainly interested in. It's kind of like, hey, you got my attention because of the IP, and I like that IP. But it's kind of also how I'm starting to feel about Final Fantasy VII right now. Like, oh my god, you're just making anything to try and get me to spend some more money on this thing. I don't know. I'm going to be a little cautious on this one, I think. It also didn't sound like Andy Serkis doing the voice, and I feel like you almost you have to, you have to have him. If you're going yeah, to him. He, he is Golem at this point. Mm-hmm. Halo Infinite's release date might have been leaked for you, Yad. Yes. Yeah. It's still Maybe. worthless, though. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Voice actor Verlin I... Roberts was doing uh, an interview with GamesRadar and said, uh, that was one of my first auditions, talking about Halo Infinite, was auditioning for the video game Halo Infinite, which was supposed to already be out, but with the pandemic and everything, and then I think they had some leadership changes, and now it's pushed excuse me, to later November this year. I mean, I mean it's good that it's finally coming out. First we've heard of that, and uh, to, yeah. uh, going into showtime, there was nothing from the official Halo Twitter saying, mm-hmm. oops, no, he's mistaken, nothing like that. So, Yad, I'll give you the question. Let's say it comes out in November. It was mm-hmm. supposed to come out late last year. Mm-hmm. Is a year enough with the development hell it seemed to be going through when it got delayed after it was previewed and then extensive leadership changes. <laughs> yeah, Ninja Panda, good good call out. That is right around the Call of Duty release time area. Too. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they're aiming for 2021 holiday season, sure, I guess that would boost the sales a little bit. But like you said, with leadership changes and development hell and what we saw previously and they have to completely redesign certain things or whatever restructure you know whatever they were going to do to the game to make it actually look like a next gen game I don't know if a year is enough time for that especially with the 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 great excuse of the pandemic that everybody loves to use I I don't know Jason it doesn't you know there's not a lot going in favor of it right now is a year enough it's nice that he said November, but I don't believe that. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, I it, is a, it is one of the voice actors. We're not talking to a dev or, you know, a producer no, or a director no, no, no. or anything. I don't even, even believe he might th- they might think that it's going to be November. Yeah. But that's not going to stand. Do you, you <laughs> right. think, do you think it falls into 2022? Yeah, I do. Now, now the only possibility is, as Yad said, nice to get that holiday money, that holiday... So if it well, does come they, out, tr- year, they were going to try to do in 2020. Yeah. yeah, the thing is, they might still do it, even though they shouldn't. It, they, they still, they still won't get as much as big of a haul as they would have if they went with a you know console release title. Oh, definitely, yeah. Because then you know, people would pick up the people console, buy special console version. <laughs> yeah, people and, buy anything yeah, when the consoles launch. Right, exactly. You got to have games to go with the new console, so you know, obviously that would go well, and there'd probably be a special edition. And if it's a new console, might as well get the special edition version and all that. At this point, yeah. the people that you know want the console or have the console, and if you have a special edition, yeah, maybe. The yes, uh, no. the Halo Infinite yeah. team did do this to this poor upright piano. <laughs> Good grief. I mean, I, just, I like that. That that's cool. That they went to that. that you kind you of should actually be running the audio for this. We'll get the for that, will we? 
I don't know. know. I don't know. Here, I'll turn it on. I probably got to turn it down a little bit. I kill the proper viewers. Yeah. And I got to turn the monitor on so I can hear it. I'm going to turn it on. It's when they get into the dry ice part. That really freaks me out. Yeah. So they oh, the basically demolished this piano just for audio production. I, I got to love, you know, besides my yeah. heart hurting because the piano is being destroyed here, I absolutely love audio, back-end audio productions and the things that make sound effects that you wouldn't think right. that's the sound yeah. effect. Um, like, some of these sounds are very eerie, almost, and you're like, here's the dry ice stuff you were talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We can't hear it on the stream, by the way, guys, but I'm sure you guys no, are you can. They can. enjoying well, I can't hear. Oh it. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 I can't hear. Can. It, it's it's fine. It's very very eerie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same thing. I, I like watching watching uh, sound design when they show what they did to, to make stuff happen. Very creepy. Yeah, I mean, uh, what uh, the original Godzilla noise is a saw. Yeah. It's it's one of those like, you oh, know, okay, can saw. They kind of yeah. they kind of play it. I need to watch the uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, you're right, Mad Martha. It's, like, it's horror game sound effects, basically. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Makes you wonder right, we'll what they're using it that for now. the game. Yeah, you can't wait to see, like, what what are they using that for? Is that going to mm -hmm. be combined with some music, or is that going to be a sound effect? Who no, knows? the problem is if we actually play the game, we hear that sound, we're like, oh, that's just, that's just the piano. It's just a broken <laughs> piano. <laughs> it's not, it's not <laughs> some alien thing kind of killer. It's just a piano. Uh, we've got an announcement, uh, Jason's favorite, right? An announcement of an announcement. And this one is an <laughs> announcement of a maybe announcement. So it uh, appears that Kojima Productions is getting ready to announce their next big project uh, very soon. Uh, Yoji Shinkawa sat down with Al Hub and was asked, hey, can you tell us about your new project? He said, well, yeah, I am doing something for sure, and I could tell you you probably that we can announce it quite soon. Uh, and this is actually like the second time this has been teased. Now, whether or not it's going to be like a Death Stranding, uh, Death Standing 2 or Stranding 2, whether this could be like the Silent Hills announcement that we have been kind of expecting from other leaks since the Video Game Awards, who knows? It could be something totally different. Um, but yeah, they actually, if you remember back last year, they did a staffing up situation. Um, and then there were some tweets by Kojima in like November talking about plans of making the scariest horror game ever. So we don't know what they're up to or when this announcement will come, but apparently we're going to get an announcement soon. There you go. Kojima really likes to play it close to the vest, doesn't he? Yeah, just a bit. Just a bit. Death Stranding is one of those games where, like, it only got ones or tens for, like, reviews. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. This yeah, the innovative thing hate. ever, or yeah. this is total crap. Yeah, basically. But Ninja said Walking Simulator 2. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, the BAFTA Awards have concluded. For those of you that don't know, that's the British Academy of Television, uh, of Film and Television Arts. Sorry. I had uh, to look that up. Oh, did the you? Video. These, uh, so the video game versions were awarded, and uh, I gotta say, like the Baftas to me are when it comes to video game awards, there aren't really many that are like 
super high on my on my list of esteem <laughs> the baftas are up there like uh if you win a bafta to me as a video game that's a that's a big deal if you win a video game award <laughs> good for you good for you like congrats you won jeff Keeley's doritos um <laughs> hades like just scooped a bunch of shit. oh they did yes Hades took artistic achievement. It took game design. Mm -hmm. It took narrative. It took performer in a supporting role. Oh, and by the way, it went ahead and took best game too, Jason. That's all. <laughs> that's all. So that's best game. What is EE game of the year? EE game of the year is the only one that fans are allowed to vote on. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's you kind of like everything else is editor's choice and EE would be reader's choice type deal. Gotcha. Because gotcha. EE game of the year and why he asked that was The Last of Us Part 2, which also did well and was I think had the most nominations ever in history if I if I remember right. But uh not as well as Hades. Hades just very 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 good game. I am really happy it's getting recognized by this particular organization in this way. Uh, and God, I can't. I love that game. I love that game. Either of you. You uh, probably like Mandy Ace. I, <laughs> either of you into Hades? I still haven't had a chance to play it yet. <laughs> I, I've Shoot. seen a lot of it, but I haven't had a chance to play it. It looks like a lot of fun. Oh, it's a blast. Yeah, I, I, too, am glad that it took a lot of reward, awards because it it looked like it was very, very well done. Yeah, chat brings this up, and I thought it was a little a little odd, too, that Hades took narrative. Uh, while there is a story <laughs> there, it is also like you, you do, it's procedurally generated and recycle, 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 recycle. Right. Here were the, the nominees for narrative. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, the writing team at Ubisoft. Cyberpunk 27, 2077's writing team at CDPR. <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima, uh, specifically Nate Fox, Ian Ryan, and the writing team. Uh, Hades, of course. Kentucky Route Zero TV edition and Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. That's some pretty stiff competition with a couple of those yeah. titles to have pulled out the narrative title. Uh, that's yeah. pretty stiff. Hmm. For game, who did it beat for best game, you ask? Well, I'm glad you asked. I'll tell you. Mike, An who did the beat for best game? Jason, that's a good question. Animal okay. Crossing, Ghost of Tsushima, Half-Life Alex, The Last of Us Part Two, and Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. It beat all of those out for best game for mm. Hades to take it. Um, I, I actually don't have too much of a gripe with it taking in that category. I could have seen, of course, Last of Us has been picking up awards since the day it came out. Animal Crossing, I think, would have been like the retail fan play, but mm -hmm. probably shouldn't have been Game of the Year. Uh, so I really don't have a problem with Hades, Hades scooping it that way. Yep. The BAFTAs. Congratulations to the team at Hades. Very, very well deserved. All right, so let's get to our guessing game, gentlemen. And yes. chat, you can feel free to participate. So here's what happened. I've got my list. You got? Oh, you have a you have your guess of a. Few <laughs> I list? wrote a few down. A few down. All right. Go so ahead. here's I've what we're gonna no do. Lists. Metacritic went ahead and did a review of its scores for 2020, 
for video games, trying to find like the most successful, biggest of the year type stuff. And what they did was they put together a list of top 10 publishers, video game publishers of 2020. And there were little caveats here because you need to wait this a little bit. So I'm going to give the, the panel the caveats here. Okay. Just so you're aware. See if this affects my game. Yeah. List. The average meta score for all games released in 2020 was one piece that had an impact. 150 possible points awarded at 1.5 times the average meta score. The percentage okay. of scored products with good reviews. So it wasn't just enough to put one big title up there. Okay. 100 possible points. Uh, and the uh, 100 possible points. Yep. Yeah. Percentage of scored products with bad reviews served as a weightage as well. The number of great titles gave you five bonus points for each distinct title with a 90-plus score. And the last big caveat here is that only publishers with five or more distinct titles released last year. So no one-off companies that hit with a huge title that scored a 98, and then that was it. That's what I was wondering with like, with like Hades was like super right. giant. So yeah. Right. So that's not going to be in here. Um, hmm. Oh, I, there is a small other caveat too that the, some titles that were factored in here technically released in 2019 in Japan. So they used all the North, they were using all North American release dates here. So mm, if you hear me okay. mention a title and you're like, that came out in December. Uh, it came out in January in the United States, and they were using the NA title. So I've got the top 10 here. Before we get to number one, having you guess, the, and we're talking publishers here, who's the best publisher of the year based on these these scored titles? Yod, I want you to go first. Jason, you'll go second. You each give me one company that you think made the top 10, and then I'll tell you if they're there or not, and you can go ahead and guess their space. We'll start there. Yod, go ahead. Give me a guess. Top 10, not number one, right? Hey, if you happen to guess number one, I don't care. Uh, you know, just who uh, do you, I'm gonna say give me one that you are like almost 100% positive made the top 10. I've got to say Nintendo's got to be on there. Jason? Oh, you're not going to tell them yet? Dude. I will, I will, as soon as you give me yours okay. too. I don't want to... First of all, I noticed you said stored companies, so I didn't know it was publishers. You put companies in the show notes, so... Yeah, it's publishers, right. publishers, publishers. But all right, I'm going to go with uh, Square Enix. Okay. Square Enix just missed the top 10. Came in at 11. Wow. Jeez. Came in at 11. So how does it have that there if, it's, if, the top, if it reveals the top 10? I went and looked at the master list because I was okay, curious okay, where okay. Square Enix was. Um, Nintendo did make the top 10. Squeaked in, number nine. Really? I yeah. thought they would be higher than Nope, that. just squeaked in. Wow. Says Nintendo had a massive dip in 2020 dropping from the number three spot all the way to ninth, even with Animal Crossing on there. Wow. They were they were on my list. Average Metacritic yeah. score of 75.4. 75.4. Huh. All right, now that you've gotten a little more information about the lists, somebody in chat, Mad Martha, saying Tencent. Tencent is not on the list. <laughs> Tencent's wow. really not a We're publisher, We're really for well-reviewed. We're for quality, yeah. not quality. Well, and, and Tencent isn't technically like a, in a publishing capacity. They just own everything. Right, right. <laughs> Ninja Panda's saying EA. All right, so we'll take EA in this round. Jason, give me another one. I'm going to go with Sony because they were the publisher for Last of Us. All right, so we got Actually, Ninja we're, Pandas we're, from EA. 
We've got Sony from Jason. Who do you got, Yod? Activision. Activision. All right, we'll go with chat to pick first. EA, Electronic Arts, not on the top ten. Not on the top ten. Wow. I mean, I knew they were bad, but Jason, wow. your Sony <laughs> guess comes in fourth. Okay. Yeah, comes in fourth. So Nintendo 9, Sony 4, just to place the big dogs for you. Wow. Uh, Nyad, you said who? Activision Blizzard? Activision, yeah. Activision Blizzard? No, just Blizz- Activision. Just Activision. Well, no, it's that's all one company, brother. It's Activ- oh, is it? Yeah, Activision Blizzard's one company. They okay. do make the list. They sneak in at five. They okay. sneak in at number okay. five. Number five. So, uh, who's uh, somebody said Devolver. Did they make more than five? I don't know, but they were all big hits. I assume you mean Devolver Digital? Uh, and if you do, you are correct. They sneak in at number oh. 10, Mad Martha. Or, mm. I'm sorry, Whole Milk. Whole Milk played that guess. Ninja Panda's so throwing got- Microsoft out there. And they do make the list as well. Number oh, six. Okay. So I'm going to stop okay. there because that gave you the big dogs. Like the obvious guess is Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft, Yeah, we don't have EA. the top three at all. You yeah, haven't even hit the top three. No, Nintendo was nine. Six was Microsoft. Five was Activision Blizzard. Four was Sony. Now Here's I'm going to get... For you. I'm going to take one... Go ahead. Well, let me just hang on. Uh... No, they probably didn't have enough things that came out last year. Yeah, go ahead. Start, start talking. I want to look something up here. Zach Zach <laughs> Sharp's in chat saying Atlas. Zach Sharp's. I want you to refine that guess a little bit. See if you can figure out what I mean by that. Um, Ninja saying Capcom. Ninja is on point. Capcom ah. number three. Wow. Capcom came in at number three. Fifteen scored products to his name. Uh, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, Monster Hunter World's Iceborne Expansion, average score 80.3. 80.3. Although some of the Impressive. Resident Evil stuff hurt them a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <well>. <laughs> I <laughs> would be stunned. So we've got number one and number two out. I'm going to give you everything else now. Here you go. Devolver Digital at 10. Nintendo at 9. Mm-hmm. No more robots at eight. No more robots. Yep. But, yep. Okay. I don't know that one. Yep. England based. No but... more robots had seven scored prog- projects, which were mostly older titles on newer consoles. Hyperspace Outlaw was a standout example. Average score of seventy-one by the time the year okay. ended. Okay. Axis Games, California-based company. Um, six was Microsoft. Five, Activision Blizzard. Four is Sony. Three is Capcom. Now, remember, Square Enix did not make the top 10, so you're probably scratching your head at <laughs> who the hell is one and two. No, no, this is 2020, right? Correct, 2020. Okay. That's a good guess there by Zach so, for Sega. So what about Bethesda? Bethesda is not on the top 10. Okay. Nope. Zach changing his guess to Sega as a refinement for Atlas. His initial guess was Atlas, and I asked him to refine that guess a little bit. Sega is number one. Really? Number wow. One. Sega's number one. They published Total War, so. Eh? Total yeah. War, and 
My guess is Zach went with Atlas going down the whole line of Persona 5 Royale. Um, and then, yeah, there it is. There's Persona. Okay. Yeah. So okay. 5 Royale yeah. came out. We had uh, Yakuza 0. Yakuza Like a Dragon was uh, late in the year on the Xbox. Yeah. They had just a slew of titles. 81.6 overall and one of the most critically successful games of last year overall. Persona 5, Yakuza 0, uh, 13, Angel, uh, 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim. They had a bunch of the Total War stuff come out. So Sega, the number one publisher of 2020. Wow. Any guesses on number two? And if either of you get number two, I will send you a $25 gift card. <laughs> I got. Uh, no, I should, look, I should look at the link now. But no, yeah, don't see. I, <laughs> I would never in a million years have guessed number two. Everybody else, I would have guessed. I think at some point, just because I would start running out of names. Number two. All right, what do we got? Guessed. Number two is Annapurna Interactive. Oh. Who the heck is that? They do a bunch of like very narrative-driven smaller titles. Okay. Yeah, the indie publisher. They've been around for like, I don't know, three or four years, okay. something like that. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, but 81.9, uh, but their titles, their their number of titles pulled them down a little bit wow. uh, to fall into second place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. Sega, the number one publisher of 2020. Wow, Sega. I, wow. Jason, um, High Def Inc., San Diego game startup company, just procured seven and a half million dollars in a series round, uh, Series A round of venture capital funding. So yeah, cool new company. They describe the game that they're working on as a genre-defining metaverse that places users of all ages at the creative center of its daily programming. So a sentence of buzzwords that means nothing. Yeah, I was just thinking that. That hurt. So, oh, someone, someone, I saw, I saw someone say, oh, so they're trying to get the community of Fortnite without, without actually having the game. <laughs> all right. That, that, that was a painful sentence there, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, Here's that the thing. Hurt. If you've never heard of this company, fine. You know, startup, whatever. You're thinking, hey, good luck to you. Let me tell you a little bit about the founders. We got Dr. David Washington, Jace Hall, Anthony Castoro, and Rick Fox. And if you're thinking, I've heard a couple of those names, and I don't know if I really want to give them a lot of money, you might be right, Jason. And what's funny is a lot of the articles detailing the history of some of these gentlemen have very big gaping holes in what they actually cover. Jason, you noticed this a couple days ago, too, on MMO Bomb, and both of us were just kind of like, yeah, there's some people I'd give $7.5 million to. You know, the, some people have that talent, though, of just being able to get people to convince people to give them money. And no doubt this group, or at least some of them in that group that I'm aware of, really good at that <laughs> that might be their only talent but they're really really good at convincing people of things jace hall uh recently or at least more recently was uh one of the ones involved with uh daybreak games if you remember and the like financial collapse of their esports and teams weren't getting paid and uh 
That's nowhere. No, mentioned. he guaranteed. He guaranteed they get paid. Oh right, yeah. Yeah. guaranteed it. Yeah. Well, now he has seven guaranteed and a half million dollars. So. Yeah, all right. Castoro's uh, behind another title that I didn't even realize until you showed me, Jason. Mm-hmm. That uh, what, Gods what? and Heroes Rome Rising. There you go. This was like the third company that took it over, and it wasn't good. Not mentioned wow. here, by the way. Castor has 25 years of experience in the video game industry, including working as general manager for Daybreak Game Company's H1Z1 Battle Royale franchise. Castor mm-hmm. left San Diego-based Daybreak in 2018, now runs Protagonist Games, a contract game studio and technology consultant for non-gaming companies. About 25 Protagonist designers are working with High Def's founders to create a prototype for this game that... Once again, if you're not sure what they're making, it's a genre-defining metaverse that places users of all ages at the creative center of its daily programming, Yod. Interesting. Hmm. No. No, it's not, Yod. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not. We'll see. Last up, before we do games of the week, there is currently a sealed copy of Super Mario Brothers for the NES with the old cardboard hang tab on the back rated at a 9.6 on auction right now at Heritage Auctions Mm -hmm. if you had to guess how much this was going for I'll give you a little hint okay in our July 2020 signature auction, a WADA 9.4 A plus sealed hang tab three code copy of Super Mario Brothers was thrust into the limelight when it sold for an impressive price of $114,000, breaking the world record for the most expensive video game ever sold at the time. We're confident that an even fiercer competition is brewing for this copy. Not only is this the finest plastic sealed copy with a perforated cardboard hang tab we've ever offered at any black box title, it's also the oldest sealed copy of Super Mario Brothers we've ever had the opportunity to offer. This is only the fourth version of Super Mario Brothers ever produced, and its window of production was remarkably short. To paint a better picture of how short this really was, The nationwide release for the console came in mid to late 1986, and Black Box Games distributed for that release did not have the GamePack NES GP code. It's worth mentioning that Nintendo managed to add the trademark trademark symbol to the Nintendo Entertainment release system on their game boxes by the beginning of 87. That certainly doesn't leave much time at all for this variant to be produced in between those two dates. Chat guessing 250k. 250k. Ninja Panda saying 20 million because Ninja is drinking so much whiskey while we're doing this show that he doesn't <laughs> even know what he's talking about anymore. It's not 20 million. Yeah. Okay. It's, whole, it's whole milk who drinks the whiskey. Oh, I know whole milk's drinking whiskey. Ninja Panda's has had too much whiskey. Oh, okay. Yeah, 20 already, million. It's not 20 whiskey. million. Whole milk says 250k. Did either of you two click this link? Do you know the number? Oh, yeah. I did. Yeah, I did. You both know the number? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then we'll just let chat guess. Torchwick says 300K. We'll, th- we'll take 20 seconds more for chat to guess this one. Two mil. I mean, what gets it, me is it, some of the other ones they have on there. Yeah. Right, yeah. The, the other things <laughs> under is it's just insane. I mean, also, I, why didn't I keep all my old Nintendo games? Why right? right. Current bid right. for a sealed Rygar, $3,300. Jesus. Mega Man, 75K. 9.6 sealed Ninja Gaiden, 7K. 
No idea, to be honest. All right, so the realistic ones we have are 250K from Whole Milk, 300K from Torchwick. Sure, 2 million from Ninja Pandas. The current bid is 310,000. Torchwick, closest without going over, wins. I was about to say, yeah, he wins the price, price is right. right. 310,000. Five days left, so could go higher, but that is a lot of cheddar. Let's uh, slide over and do the games of the week. What do you got for us, Yod? I am going with a mobile game. There, right. there is you a... lose, Jason. You're up. There's a new mobile game coming out called Godzilla Run, <laughs> and that looks like a lot of fun because I believe that's one where you raise a little baby Godzilla. <laughs> and there's nothing like raising a little baby Godzilla. <laughs> okay. You're a baby Godzilla. Godzilla Run. I gotta look this <laughs> up now because I hear that. And I think it's like it's like speedrunners or something. <laughs> I like Chad. Well, yep. Yod loses by default. <laughs> there's three different Godzilla mobile games coming out. One of them is Godzilla Run. I believe that's one where you raise Godzilla. There's another one where you rampage through cities as Godzilla because you need to destroy cities sometimes. And I don't remember what the last one was, but they're they're all coming out in in conjunction with the new Godzilla versus King Kong movie at the end of the month. What do you so, got, Jason? Can you I'm beat a mobile game? Godzilla. Can you beat a mobile like, game? <laughs> no, I'm going for that new uh, Rocket League Sideswipe. No, no, no. Oh. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> Michael just kicked me off the show oh. that entirely. Gross. Uh, but no, my game of the week is my first ever Total War game, which was Total War Rome, which I played back in there like about 12, 13 years ago. And bring it up today because it's got a uh, remake coming out very soon. Creative Assembly is doing a remake with updated graphics. Pretty much the same mechanics, but probably a few updates in terms of UI and uh, you know ability to, to manage your empire a little better. So that's really cool. And 50% off if you already own the original Total War Rome on Steam. So. Yeah, that is disgustingly awesome of them. That is disgustingly awesome of them. Yes. Chat saying that Jason is 100% on brand. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> with that recommendation, you are 100% on brand. I wanted to come to this show and recommend Magic Legends. Uh, I very much wanted to. And while there are aspects of that game that I am intrigued by watching them develop, I think there's actually, and we talked about this more on the free to play cast. You can check that out on mmobomb.com. Jason and Troy and I gave in depth opinions. And we're all kind of generally in agreement. There's something there, but it ain't there yet. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a little, you know, you're probably better off playing Diablo or Path of Exile right now uh, if you want some ARPG action. So or I'm going to go. If you want magic stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to go with the medium. I've been picking up that story again. Uh, I haven't done streaming. I think I'm maybe stream it this Wednesday. Uh, absolutely very, very much enjoying the game, and you can get it on Game Pass as well. Very much enjoying it. It's it's not as action-oriented. If you're looking for that, this ain't it. But if you want a good story, at least so far, I don't know how it ends. I'm not there yet. Could all suck when it gets to the end. I'm going to recommend The Medium. Uh, chat, make sure you hang on after the show here. We'll go dark for about 20, 30 seconds like we always do, and then we'll be coming up with some live streaming by Mr. Torchwick. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? 300K. You got the guess in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you feel no, good? Can you, can you afford that? Can you buy that? Well, 
<laughs> can I buy it? No, no, I can't. Uh, do I feel good? 50-50. Whole Milk's trying to guilt trip me, but... <laughs> it, the, Whole Milk says you prices right him, but you didn't really. The The bid was... 50K, two. Yeah, you, you were 60K over. You, you gave over a Whole Milk's bet. You gave plenty of room there, I think. I think. What are you streaming tonight? Are you continuing with Fallout? Yes, we are. How's it going? Have you managed to get anybody slaughtered again? Poor Ian, poor dog. There's no one left on my side to get slaughtered. Things aren't going well, huh? No. Nobody trusts me anymore, and I don't blame them. (laughs) (laughs) We heard what happened to Ian. (laughs) And the dog. Poor poor Ian, poor dog meat. We will miss them both. If you want to check out games older than me, Torchwick streams right after this show every week. Come on by. He could definitely use some advice for you older gamers that have played Fallout. He could definitely, definitely use some advice. We'll be back here again next week for Gaming Gumbo on Saturday at 7 p.m. Make sure you check out all the other shows as well. Until then, Yod, where can everybody find you? Uh, Yod Artworks on Twitter, Yod Artworks on Facebook, on my website, and right here on Gaming Gumbo. So you can see me and the cat. Mr. Winter. I'm on Twitter at Winter Formal, streaming at twitch.tv slash Jason Winter. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there, Magic Man One, but more importantly, follow at Ready Ch- or at RC Radio, R-A-I-D-E-O. I get tweets when we go live for a show or any streamers. Until next time, stay safe. See you on the servers. <laughs> <laughs>